All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Reuben. In this podcast episode, brothers and sisters, just this little snippet, I'm going to be going over the thief on the cross. Now, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you this. There are many people in the world, or I should say, more than less Sunday religions, the pastor gets up on uh, the podium or the pulpit and begins to speak about the thief on the cross. And of course, they have one scripture that they go to to prove their point. And what I mean by prove their point is verse 43 when he says, verse 43, And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Now, it goes along with their theory that people go to heaven. Even though John 3.13 says no man has ever gone up to heaven except the Son of Man which cometh from heaven. I'm paraphrasing that scripture. And, um, of course, we know 1 Timothy 6, uh, verse 16, where it says, Who only hath immortality dwelling in a life which no man can approach unto, whom no man has seen nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. Now, you know, I went over this before. I told you, brothers and sisters, that they go one scripture is a deceptive scripture. If it's not a pattern, uh, then it's deception. Because I always hear uh, Dr. Dr. Frederick K. Price's son say, Wherefore we labor, this is 2 Corinthians, chapter, I'll just read verse 8, chapter uh, 5, verse 8, 2 Corinthians 5 and 8, it says, For we are confident, I say, willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Now, see, they say that that's going to heaven. It doesn't say that at all. It says we'd rather be absent from the body to be present with the Lord. Now, see, if we're going to be present with the Lord, we go back again to Psalms 40, 140. Psalms 140, verse 13 says, Surely the righteous shall give thanks unto thy name. The upright shall dwell in thy presence. So, brothers and sisters, the upright are law keepers. The only one that would, if, if that theory was, um, and I call, I keep calling it a theory, brothers and sisters, because there's, there's no proof in the Bible that no one has ever went to heaven. And and you would have to prove, a pastor would have to go in deeper than just one phrase to say, okay, Paul said, it said Corinthians um, chapter 12, verse, I think, 2. And I'm not going to be on this too long, brothers and sisters, because I got to get to the thief on the cross it's not going to be too long of a podcast second corinthians 12 or 2 where it says i knew a man this is paul second corinthians 12 and 2 i knew a man above 14 years ago whether in the body i cannot tell or whether out of the body i cannot tell god knoweth such a one caught up to the third heaven now it's three third heaven one heaven is the rulership the next heaven is the sky and the next heaven is where god dwells now i'm going to have to do another in detail podcast episode and how that works because it's all in the old testament brothers and sisters when i tell you they're blaspheming the holy ghost they are because the holy ghost was in the prophets these men didn't write what they wanted 
they wrote like I and I got to keep beating this with a dead horse. Like a like I, I keep beating this into you, brothers and sisters. I keep on telling you. Second Peter one verse twenty one says, "Prophecy came not in old time by the will of man." They just didn't think of words to write. They just didn't think of words to write. But holy men of God, we speak as they were moved through the Holy Ghost. So every prophet had the Holy Ghost and they didn't see anyone going into heaven. So let's let's go back to Luke 23. I'm going to read verses 40. I'm going to start. I'm going to read verses uh, from verses 40 to 42. Luke 23 says, but the other, this is the other thief on the cross. The other answering rebuked him, saying, Does not thou fear God, seeing that thou in this same condemnation? So you in this same condemnation, does not not fear God. Now, why would the thief tell him, Does thou not fear God? They're both hanging up on the cross. Remember what I said, brothers and sisters, Proverbs 6 and 30, because I want to attack something real quick. This theory that they have out here. Watch this. Proverbs 6 verse 30 says this. Men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his own, to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. So Proverbs 6 and 30 says men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he's hungry. But here's verse 31. Here is the, the point. But if he is found, he shall restore sevenfold, and he shall give all the substance of his house. Now, if there's nothing to give, well, his life would be what he would give. So both of these thieves committed iniquity against the law. That's what you have to realize. They committed iniquity to be in the position. Now, Christ did not. Remember, Christ had no sin. There was no sin in Christ. We look at 1 Peter chapter um, 1 Peter chapter 2 no, yeah, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 22, it says, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. He did no sin. Christ did not break one commandment. But he was still put on the cross because of what he prophesied in Matthew uh, 20, verse 19, when he says, And he shall deliver him up to the Gentiles to mock. And shall deliver him up to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify him. And the third day he shall rise again. So it was it was fulfilled that Christ would be crucified by heathens, Gentiles. So, Going back to verse 40, it says, But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost thou not fear God, seeing thou art in this art in the same condemnation? Okay, fear God. Ecclesiastes 12 and 13. See, let's read up to it. Now, I, I could have read Deuteronomy 5:29, and it's going to basically say the same thing as Ecclesiastes 12, 13. It says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God. Fear God. And keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Deuteronomy 13 and 4. Deuteronomy 13 and 4. And brothers and sisters, when I when I say 
there is no other way to fear God than what you read. Better believe what you read. Deuteronomy 13 and 4. You shall walk after me, walk after the Lord your God. Excuse my reading this morning, brothers and sisters. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice and ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. So they're fearing God. The thief saying, hey, does thou not fear God? Do you not keep the commandments? Were you not brought up to keep the commandments? Now remember, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you this. I read these chapters and verses to you. Proverbs 24, 16 says, For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. And see, wicked acts, unlawful acts, are the reason why these men were put on the cross. But one thief understood that both of them were raised under the law. They're not Gentiles. These are Christ's people. These are Jews. Remember, when I read, uh, when, when you look at the Gentiles, all you have to do is, is go back to John 18. When um, Pilate tells the Pharisee, he says, uh, John 18, 31, then Pilate, then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him and judge him according to your law. And the Jews therefore said unto them, It is not lawful for us to put any man to death. That's why they had to do it. Because it was not there was nothing Christ did to be put on the cross, except you had two lying witnesses said that he will destroy the temple. And of course the Pharisee was trying to say that he was making himself equal to God. So they were, brothers and sisters, the point of the matter is, is that the Romans, the heathen, were not under the law. The only ones that were under the law was the 12 tribes, in which now three of the tribes are in the New Testament. Remember, Paul said, you know, Levi, we know, is in the first, uh, in the second testament, I mean, because they're the Pharisee. And Christ already said in um, John chapter 4, John chapter 4, uh, I start in uh, verse 22 when he says, Ye worship, ye know not. What? We know what we worship for salvation of the Jews. So you have the Pharisee, which is the Levites, the Jews, and we know according to Romans 11. Romans chapter 11. Verse 1 says, I say then, has God cast away his people? God forbid, for I am also an Israelite of the seed of Abraham of the tribe of Benjamin. So you got Benjamin, Levi, and Judah in the Second Testament. The other ten tribes are still alive. They're just not encased with these three tribes at the time. So the other thief in verse 40 of Luke 23 begins to do something not a lot of people are going to do before they die or understand. The thief just wasn't up under 
a system like we are now in America where they're saying that the law is done away with. They, they broke the law for their condemnation. This is what this is this this is what they were condemned to from the hand of the Pharisees to the Romans to execute the murder of those thieves. Verse 41. We indeed justly, for we receive, I'm telling you, we indeed justly see what we did is just according to the law, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing amiss, amiss is evil. Reward. Let's get the book of Proverbs 26. They knew this. Any Bible reader, and the law was the key in their world. This world here, they're against the law. They're trying to pass certain understandings from the mind, and it doesn't add up with the Bible. Proverbs 26 and 10 says, The great God that formed all things, both reward the fool and the transgressor. So these men were rewarded for their deeds. In transgression verse 42 and he said unto jesus lord remember me when thou comest in thy kingdom now there is the crux of the matter remember me when thou comest in thy kingdom he didn't say when thou go to heaven he says when thou come into thy kingdom let's let's see why the pastors won't read uh the precept for this remember me when thou comest in thy kingdom your kingdom Luke 22, verse 30. I will appoint unto you, I mean, uh, excuse me, that was verse 29. I'm going to start in verse 29. And I appoint unto you a kingdom, as my Father has appointed unto me, the kingdom, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. I didn't say all people. It says judging the 12 tribes of Israel. You know, Matthew heard the same thing. Matthew heard the same thing. And you know, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you this. People know what they, they, they understand what they're reading. It's the acceptance of it. If I'm not an Israelite, I couldn't accept it. What the world is going on? Matthew 19, verse 28. Verily I say unto you that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his, of his glory, ye shall also sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. The kingdom is for Israel. Watch this. Daniel. Daniel chapter 7. Daniel saw this. Daniel chapter 7 says this. Daniel 7, 27 says, And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom of the whole heaven shall be given to the people, given unto the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom shall be an everlasting, this won't end, kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey them. This is why they're telling you now the law is done away with. Because when Christ comes, what do you think is going to happen to these kingdoms? They're going to have to bow down or get destroyed. I read to you Jeremiah um, 25, I think, verse... Brothers and sisters, when Christ comes back here, there's not going to be a negotiation. He's going to chop, cut, and destroy those who will not submit unto him. Jeremiah 25, verse 33, 
says, and the slain of the Lord shall be many at that day. The day is the second coming from one end of the earth, even to the other end of the earth. And they shall not be lamented, nor gathered, nor buried. It shall be, for they shall be dung upon the ground. There's not going to be anything we're going to be able to do about it. Either get on the right side or get on no side. Daniel chapter 7, verse 28 says, Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my cogitations much troubled me, and my countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart, which is the mind, according to Mark 7, 21. Daniel saw that the only ones that's going to make it is his people. And he saw the death of other people as well earlier on in chapter 7. So he says, remember me in thy upcoming kingdom. How would he remember it? Let's get the book of Malachi 3. See, this is this, this, brothers and sisters, is overlooked and not read in churches for a reason. Then they that feared the Lord, again feared, spake often to one another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord. And that thought upon his name, verse 17, and they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make them my jewels, I will spare them. Spare. Spare. This, this, look at what you're reading. As a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Verse 18, last verse I'm going to read. Then shall ye return unto God. And discern between the righteous and the wicked. The righteous that keep the law, the wicked don't. The righteous, Luke 1 and 6. The wicked, Proverbs 28 and 4. Psalms 59, verse 5. Pause it, read them. It tells you who the righteous are and the wicked are. Between him that serveth God and him that serveth them not. The righteous that serve God and the unlawful wicked which serveth them not. See, the Bible says if you don't keep the law, you don't serve him. But many people won't accept this and try to force through blindness their narrative on people. So when Christ remembers, it's going to be a book written for him to remember. See, this is why it says this in Luke chapter 24, verse 21. It says, but we trusted that it had we trusted that it had been which. Been he which should have redeemed Israel. And, and and redeemed Israel. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And besides all this, today is the third day since these things were done. You can't focus on verse 43 without verses 41, or even 40, 41, and 42. So now when you read verse 43, and of course the, the, the thief on the cross understood Proverbs 28. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, because it, it takes a man, a man to understand their wrongs. Not someone that's afraid to die and then, you know, no. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. This is Proverbs 28, verse 13. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. The thief confessed and was willing to understand the forsaking 
by speaking up for a man who had no sin. Obviously, he knew this. How does the thief know that Christ didn't have sin? Break it down to him. How do you know that? How? See, people don't understand. They don't break it down to you. How did that thief know Christ had no sin? Did God just magically send it to him? In his mind, he just realized it. See, brothers and sisters, these one chapter, one verse um, Bible believers will take you to the lake of fire with them. He says, verse 43, I'm going to be fair. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee today, thou shalt be with me in paradise. Now, one thief did something that the other thief didn't do. And I guarantee you, brothers and sisters, your mother and father or sisters and brothers are not going to be doing this on their deathbed. They are not. I'm sorry. You, you, they're not going to be on their deathbed knowing and understanding because they never kept their deeds of their life is written. That's why Job said in Job chapter, I think it's, let me go to Job 16, 19. Job 16, verse 19 says, Also now, behold, my witness is in heaven, and my record, my book, is on high. So all these years, your grandmother and grandfather, mother and father, sister and brother ate pork. That's recorded. They didn't repent. They, they kept eating it till they, the end of their life. They kept going to Sunday church to the end of their life. They kept believing in what people say to the end of their life. Never done the work. This thief is not that thief that done other things all their life. This thief did not eat pork. If he's a Jew, he didn't eat pork. Because they didn't eat pork. They couldn't sacrifice pork on the temple. He didn't go to, there was no Sunday church because they can't prove it. He kept, he, he knew that the holy days existed. Way different than your grandma, grandpa, mother, father, sister, brother, uncle. They've been an idolatry their whole life. This thief stole and was put on the cross. One sin. And remember, James, I, this is why I say James says this best. James chapter 2, verse 10 says, For whoso, who, whosoever shall keep the whole law, and that needs more explanation, and yet offend at one point is guilty of all. Offend means sin at one point. You are the breaker of all. All it needs is one point. One point means if you steal, kill, adultery, you get penalized for any one that you do. But to say these two thieves knew nothing, that is not right. Let's get that today. Hebrews 3 and 7 says, Where? For, as the Holy Ghost saith today, if ye will hear his voice. Hear his voice means keep his commandments. His voice is to keep his commandments. Deuteronomy 13, 18. Deuteronomy 13, 18. Let's read it. Deuteronomy 13, 18. Says, when thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God to keep all his commandments, which I command thee this day, and do that which is right in the eyes of the Lord. Yet these thieves fell, as it says in Proverbs 24, verse 16. 
But they knew the voice. And the voice was the keeping of the law. That is what it was. This is why in Hebrews 3 and 12 it says, Take heed, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief departing from the living God. Verse 13, But exhort one another to daily, which it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin, like the other thief that wanted Christ to bring them down off the cross, not accepting his transgression. Deceitfulness of sin. So more to the thief on the cross, brothers and sisters, than you realize. It is not some, I'm going to sin all my life, and then I'm going to all of a sudden be able to change at the end. No, sir, that's not it. There was a lot more into that. There was a lot more into that. And with that, brothers and sisters, all praises to the Most High. God bless.